Hello and welcome to the Carney Efree podcast. This podcast provides an opportunity for different ministry leaders and pastors to talk about different topics that could be happening within our church, within our community, or even around the world. My name is Justine Cheddar, and I am the Storehouse and Community Engagement Director here at eFree. For today's episode, I am so excited to introduce you to our guest, Georgiana Shesky. She's here to share about how she has loved the one from Sunday to every day in her workplace. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with our church, we are in the middle of an all-church initiative that is helping us move from Sunday to every day, taking what we learn together at church on Sunday mornings and then applying it to our everyday lives at work or school, in our homes, with our neighbors, and then throughout our everyday rhythms. So hello, Georgiana. Hello, hello. Hi. Okay, why don't you start by just telling us where you work and how long you've been there? Okay, I work at Little Mexico, mm-hmm. and um, I have been there for probably 20 years plus, mm-hmm. and um, off and on. I was there before I had kids, yeah. and then... Um, more more regular time and then after I had kids went to like every other Friday or probably every mixture combination of shifts that you could imagine but I love that so well we're just gonna get we're gonna jump right in um and one of the things you know when you and I started talking about recording this podcast quite a while ago a couple months ago mm-hmm. we over time the more we talked about there was some tension that came up and I just thought it'd be a wise and it'd be awesome for our listeners if we just talk about that right away in the beginning. So can you share a little bit about that, a little bit about the journey, a little bit about what we were feeling kind of back and forth and then yeah, um, just kind of go from there. Yeah, I um, I kind of made some notes here because um, when I was processing through it myself, uh, I wanted to make sure that I was kind of understanding myself exactly through words what was even happening in my heart. And so um, when you first came to me, you know, I said, let me pray about it. Let me see what's going on. And um, and I did that. And I came back with, yes, you know, let's share about what's happening at work and and what's what God's doing there and and how he's moving. And um, it wasn't long after that. I just got really dissettled in my heart. And I remember I texted you or I called you or something. And I said um, that I just didn't feel any, I just felt no peace whatsoever. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to um, not do this, you know. And um, thankfully, I've learned that if, if God says no, don't, don't try to think you need to do it. Just don't do it. So I was like, okay. And so... Um, You know, I I shared with you my first concern, which is what I thought was the major concern. And um, and that was that I wanted to be invisible. I I didn't want to have my name on there and I I, I, on here and I didn't want to be seen. I wanted um, everything just to be and I don't know how to quite word it, but everything to just be um, about Christ you know, um, fill yourself up with Christ before you go to work. Be flexible in your work environment. How God calls us, all these different things. And I thought that that was the main thing in my heart, you know. And so, you know, after I talked with you about that, you really, you met me there. And we, we kind of took a little different path. We re, redid some of the ways that we were going. And yeah. mm-hmm. so then I went back home. And what you didn't know until just a little bit ago when we had to just revamp something <laughs> <laughs> was, <laughs> was um, that there was still something deeper in my heart. 
and I kind of had to look at what it was and um, and it wasn't pretty it was kind of it was really kind of ugly and I thought oh this is something else and he said to me that um, I had been struggling at work to represent God well and um, I think I even get teary-eyed thinking about just how um, how I felt about that and um, I was struggling um, in a lot of different areas in life but of course it had transferred to work as mm-hmm. I don't know but yeah. it just does and so um, when I was going through that I um, I was like oh that's an that's an issue you know what I mean that you you're not doing this um, you're not moving through this well there's something going on here and so I didn't mention that to you, and I just continued to pray about it. And I knew the day was getting closer, so I was getting a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, is she just going to be high and dry here? Or I, I didn't know what to do because I didn't know how this worked. But, um, And then God just met me in such a beautiful way. It was like a couple weeks ago, and um, I was in a pretty dark place. And, and like I said, it had carried over into work, and he just said to me, and I have to be careful because I've— heard different people have said um, how he just said to me. I don't say that tritely. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. felt in my spirit through prayer and just through different things that he was speaking to my heart. And he brought up how the pastor had said imperfect progress. And it just really, um, it just really was kind of a balm to my heart that in my brokenness, I can, um, I'm just, I'm broken too. Mm-hmm. And it's him that holds me together in my work, in my daily rhythms, in everything. And so, um, and then he said to me, he gave me the, I think it was Lamentations, isn't it, that his mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In mine, it says every minute, Georgie, mm-hmm. or <laughs> whatever yeah. it says in there. <laughs> yeah. But um, and just those two things he gave to me through prayer time one morning, and I was just like, thank you, God, that, um, that I'm broken and that... Um, that I'm broken. Yeah. And, and then he, he went back to, um, and that he isn't, you know, just as a balm to my heart that that yeah. issue was covered. And then he went back to the first issue where I was praying about um, wanting everything to be just about him and 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 all of this. And, and I hope I can articulate these things right, Justine. Mm-hmm. But, but he mm-hmm. said, um, he was just saying, you know, Georgie, he was like, um, be an application show how to apply my word, my knowledge, um, as, as we're going from Sunday to every day in the area of work, how do you really apply this? Mm-hmm. How, how can this yeah. really work and, 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 and happen? And what are some examples and everything? Um, and um, and how, how we can learn and grow together um, for God's glory, for yeah. our good, for yeah. the good of others. That's kind of where he was leading. And he said, Georgie, you know, um, he said, be an imperfect application mm-hmm. to my perfection. Yeah. And I just was so, and he said, and, and be a testament to what I'm doing at Little Mexico. Yeah. And I, that's why I wanted to start there because I think um, as we, uh, the upcoming conversation I'm excited about, but what we really want to make sure people know up front is that it's not easy. And that when what we are talking about as far as 
loving the one in your workplace, living life on mission in your workplace, showing up to work every day on mission with purpose, it's not easy. And there are going to be times or it might can always be where your work is not an easy place for you and it's tough. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Pastor Adrian is doing this work series on Sunday morning. And so being able to even think through, we just heard this past Sunday when this airs, we'll have heard about when work is just a grind. I mean, you just show up to punch the clock. And so mm-hmm. I, I love that God took you on that before this conversation. I think I it, it helps us know what, as we talk about um, just the amazing things that you've seen at work, it just helps us to know that it's not all roses yes. um, and that the growth <laughs> has happened over time. And so I just, I think that it was, I think there's a reason why he took you kind of on that journey first before we started talking. Mm-hmm. So then like I just said, one of the things, um, and the reason why I'd asked you about recording this podcast and talking through this is because as I listen to you talk about work, your face lights up and the way mm-hmm. that you talk about it is just so between your coworkers or just the physical space. It's just, you can tell that your heart is for, for the people that you serve, the people that you work with, the people who you answer to your bosses, the way that you just, um, radiate a love for them and a genuine compassion and care. There are three things that as every time we talk that just kind of always came up that in my mind, I always thought like, gosh, she just does this really well. And this is something that I'm always hearing from her. And so we're going to talk about those three things. So this first one, I want to talk, we just kind of touched on a little bit, but I want to talk about this concept of long-term commitment. So we know that something happens when you settle in and you commit for a long, a long time. Mm-hmm. Can you talk us through like, what are some fruits that you've seen, um, maybe some struggles that have you've been able to see work out, whatever that might have looked like. But talk yeah. us through what what value can there be in really being there for time? We're talking about um, just being faithful in the day-to-day over many, many years. Yes, yes. I think um, <clears throat> when I think first and foremost like um, about the longevity, it's funny because a lot of us at Little Mexico have been there together mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. There's been some that have come and, come and gone as well, and then there's some that just there for a short period of time. But um, what I think with the heart of it, behind it, is that um, as we all have good days and we all have bad days. And I think often um, what Christ kind of said to me when, when it even started was, kind, was like um, he has made every single person in his image. And um, if he's taken the time to do that, that's kind of my heart to seeing people. And that's how God sees people on their good days and on their bad days. Mm-hmm. And so I think through through any space of time when you're working with people, you know, since that's what we're talking about, you're going to see some good days and it's going to definitely bring out some bad days, especially in customer service. You know, there can be some tricky little things that happen. Um, But um, so I think saying, hey, I love you on your good days and I see you and I see you on your bad days and I love you the Mm -hmm. same. And um, trying to point them to the one that, is the lover of their souls and the creator of their souls. Yeah. Um, did you ever have, see. over the years, did you ever have times where you wanted to quit? <laughs> I think I did a couple times too. When, when I'm in my best place, when I'm in the best and, 
um, submitted to God and being able to see people. I used to call them my God glasses, being able to see people through the eyes of the Lord. Um, It's like the pastor said last week, it's for our benefit. It's really for our good. It's a beautiful thing. But when the flesh starts coming to the surface and everything else, you know, you just, yeah. No, I'm not going to go do the dishes, or no, I'm not helping you with it. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Absolutely. But I, but I think that yeah, there, and and I, I'm not naive enough to think that it still won't come, mm-hmm. just based on um, even this last dark season of yeah. just being. Um, and there's a difference between being called to something else and just being in a place of, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah, absolutely. You know. What are, you've talked in the past, but maybe tell us a little bit about some of the changes that you've seen over the years. Because that also is a benefit of the longevity and of the time commitment is you get a unique perspective of being there from the beginning and then just kind of seeing over time. Um, So tell us how that's been a unique perspective for you. Yes, I tell you, it has been, it's been so great to see God working. And I mean, he is I mean, I think right now he's just like in the center of just moving so many things. It's so powerful. Even today, I had a girl that come up and asked me, you know, huh, maybe we should do a Bible study. And yeah. I just, um, it just makes me, just makes me well up with tears just yeah. to see how God is moving and doing things. Yeah. Um, you know, at the Christmas party, our our boss had bought us um, and had gotten us these uh different devotionals or Jesus Calling books and having um, a gal that went through some really bad health issues and being able to pray with her in the restaurant. And, um, you know, just opportunities like that. And and with the customers, too, you know, experience, because we'll have some of the same customers that come in. Yeah. um, And they're just our regulars, and, and they just come in. So it's kind of, it's, there's a lot to it there yeah absolutely I yeah and I bet especially with the customers what a unique I want to be able to see over time them change and the conversations and I think you know we know that with time comes a deepening of relationship more naturally and so I have heard you mention how being there for a long period of time has allowed you to go deeper with maybe even some bosses or whatnot, where maybe you wouldn't have that if you didn't have time. Have you seen any specific things where you'd say, okay, the faithfulness of God is really obvious here because, you know, we had a chance to have relationship first, or we had a chance to kind of cultivate maybe on a um, coworker relationship basis, and now it's given me this chance to go a little bit deeper. And I think, um, one, I think I've become bolder. Yeah. I think I've become bolder in just being like, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. for it is a salvation, you know, for both the Jew and the Gentile. You know, I love these people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so, one, I think that he's changed me and he's caused me to become bolder. But I have. I've seen it. And, and they... They want to know that they're loved. And so over time, when you see them through the highs and lows, and you're still standing there, and you're still loving them, and you're still seeing them made in the image of God and, and wanting the best for them and, yeah. and and kind of growing together. And, you know, and they're seeing you yeah, <laughs> at your absolutely. worst. And at your, yeah. You know, um, but the faithfulness of God just to, just like today with mentioning the Bible study and um, 
and being able to pray and there's there's just been these oh and and yeah that's right Tuesday mornings me and my little buddy we um play our worship music and he'd have a rough time. We puts it on and, you know, so we open up to worship music mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's just like, you know, um, it's just really powerful yeah. to see God moving and, and moving in yeah. and, and stirring in hearts. And um, it's just powerful. And so many yeah. opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, with protecting people's privacy, but so many opportunities yeah. to come and to say it to someone, you know, God's made you for a reason. And look and see God, and then to have them pull me in the office and say, guess what, Georgie? I've seen this happen, and I see what you're saying, that God is moving. And that God and I said, you can, you can take him up on it. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you can go with him and trust yeah. him, you know? Yeah, so that's the next thing I want to talk about. So that was a perfect segue. You like you actually are saying this to people. Like you're saying this to them. Right. Oh, I do say it. <laughs> yes, people. I said no. I will say it. It is happening. I know. And, I'm not good with words, no, but I. You are. You I are. Say and you it. are always so good to talk about. Um, anytime that I listen to you talk about work, you always point back to God and His faithfulness and His faithfulness to work through you. But I do notice that uh, you are you are courageous and you are bold. And so can you talk to us about, for those of us who are are maybe not quite as bold yet, can you either maybe give us kind of your journey with boldness, finding that, or what you've seen um, just out of a pure willingness to be used and then to like step forward in courage to say things like that to someone, which some of us, you know, it is a little nerve wracking to think, oh, I don't know if I could ever say that to someone, especially a coworker or a boss or whatever. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Just kind of your role in this and your um, faithfulness as well to be bold and courageous. Yeah, I think... Um You know, like with my background, there's a lot of brokenness. And when when you have that much brokenness and when you see the love that you've received and the forgiveness and the life that you've received um, and the encouragement that you receive, that God has said, we're, we, we go through these things so we can encourage others with the same encouragement that we've received. And it's just like, I don't know. I think some of it, too, is that I'm old and I'm older, and so, you know, but, but really what, what it's about is um, the fear of man will prove to be a snare, but those who trust in the Lord will be kept safe. If I fear, sometimes it still happens. Oh, they're looking at me like I'm weird, or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I feel odd or strange. But, you know, I just think one day, and, and I am odd and strange, and it's, easy, it's okay, you know, but one day when I stand before the Lord, you know, um, you know, there'll be a day when every knee will bow. Will I be so worried about um, being accepted by man or being in a place of approval or whatever my fear is, you know, that um, that I'll that I won't speak truth, that people are valued and known. I mean, even the very basics of things. Yeah, absolutely. The very basics yeah. of giving someone a compliment or yeah. encouragement of them to open the door to something else. Like, do you know that there's only one of you on this earth? I remember telling the little kid that 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 to me that's huge, mm-hmm. and that God has plans for you that were made before you were made. I mean, does that not really seriously? Do you let that sink in and blow your mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, instead of just thinking I'm just a normal person putting beans on this plate. Come on now, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so 
behind me, that kind of gives me some courage. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, these, these people, whether, whatever they're going to think of me, it's still going to be said. It's still, the truth is still out there. And what God chooses to do with it, bring it on, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and maybe one day they'll look back and say, yeah, that one lady or whatever said something or, and started it, and then the next person can water. And it just, yeah, so it, it causes me to be courageous because God didn't, God didn't uh, take me through these things to keep them to myself and to rejoice inside. He took me through these things and other people loved on me and seen me to, to do the same for others. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. You yeah. Know? I read a book one time about um, this gal talked about sin shock, and she said it's essentially sin shock is what happens in the Christian world where we, if someone shares maybe their sins or the things that they're struggling with or the things of their past, whatever it might be, that we respond with shock, like that we are like, oh, that's horrible, or you know, I can't believe it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've talked about what this looks like in the workplace, because you you do a great job at taking in stories without responding in shock, like and being like, oh, I can't believe you just told me that, whatever it might be. Um, I wanted to talk about that, because I think that I would be curious to hear from you if that's a little bit of a practice, like if you have to practice at it, but then also maybe talk us through whether it's your own story that has helped with that or whatever it might be, just this idea of we can become a safe place or maybe an only safe place for people if we really get at the heart of how do I view them? So we also talk a lot about, at least at the story house, we say the gospel is the greatest leveler. So if I know, if I actually know the truth of the gospel, we are all right here together. It does not matter anything. I mean, it is, it's at the foot of the cross and we are all on even ground. That's right. And when we know that, that does allow us to view people differently because now we're all at the same level and there's nothing that is too far gone for the gospel or too far gone for the cross and what Jesus did. But I'd love to hear from your perspective, especially like in the workplace, what that's been like, um, for you. I think, um, one, it's knowing myself that I'm a deep feeler. And so um, th- through the years, I, I'm a deep feeler. I'll soak up my feelings and anybody else in 100-mile radius, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so um, through that, God's allowed me to be, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm extra sensitive, but I can understand how people could feel judged or how people, I, I understand how people would feel like, you know, um, and sometimes people will push your buttons to see how is this person going to respond to me? Absolutely. You know, like, can I shock you? Yeah. Can you shock me? How true is what you're saying? Because if I can shock you, maybe the the gospel isn't true for me. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when you just continue to stand the line and you look them in the face and love and say, I still see you. Hmm. I still see you the same. And it's coming from my own brokenness, too. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just laying it all down, I think, and just seeing people yeah. made in the image of God and not not um, seeing their outside and their mistakes. That's the sin. Mm-hmm. But they were originally made in the image of God. And, and sometimes, you know, I don't know. I always, like, through work, different things will happen. I'll make these mental notes. And I'd like to tell you 100% of the time, I follow through. And I always make this note to myself saying, oh, I do not want to be that kind of woman. Yeah. Or, no, Georgie, I, I do not 
I do not want to do that. Or I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of saying, you know, what are, what are these things? You know, I do not want to be a judgmental person. I do not want to be someone that can't show me what's in the trash can, as Pastor says. It's like, let's look at it. Let's yeah. look at it under the gospel, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because that's yeah. important. I was thinking, that made me think of um, in a movie that we just watched, is the Fred Rogers movie. There was a quote <gasps> My in there. My honey wanted to go oh, to that. <laughs> there was a quote in there that was so, I keep coming back to, and it's exactly that. So he was talking about how death is human, and he said anything that is human is mentionable. And anything mentionable is manageable. And I think that so much about like just wow. walking with people through life and how you just want to say, if you can mention it, if we can talk about it, yes, it's manageable. That's like we right. Absolutely. There is grace for it. And you can um, fight this. And you can come away from it, whatever. It That's be. right. You can grow in it. You can leave it in your past. Um, and that was God's heart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the yeah. woman at the well yeah. and the, you know, the harlots, the, you know, yeah, that, it's right? it's incredible. And to think that in, it just feels like, especially right now, most people just need someone to do it with them. They need mm-hmm. to feel like I can be known and it'll be okay. Yes. And I that, think that's a lot of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not alone. I, I, and I want to be known. Like, I want them to know the worst of the worst because there's freedom in that. And then especially if you think, okay, as Christ followers now, we have this option of of hearing it and taking in their story and then saying, okay, let's do this together. Not you should go out and do this now. You should go fix whatever it might be. But to be like, okay, we're here. Like, That's let's right. do this together. Let's walk it together. Um, you shared a story with me uh, it, was, it was a while ago and this is it's kind of actually what got all of this with the stories <laughs> yeah. I'm like listen to these stories it was um it was so I don't like the word inspirational it was more than that it was it was just so good for me to hear um the story so will you tell us about turtle will you yes. tell us about that little turtle yeah and Turtle is not with us right now, but I am trying to get Turtle back mm-hmm. into our work there. But, um, and you may have to help me fill in the blanks because I'm not for sure which part I all, That's I said okay. there's so many stories. I mean, I'm like, well, which all, how many of them did I tell? He's very special. And um, I just um, had some run-ins with the law and just some different things and, um Maybe the home life is a little bit stressful, just different things. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you talk us through how you went from knowing Turtle very much on a work, co-working relationship at the workplace, and then how God kind of gave you some opportunity to see a little bit deeper into his life? Talk yes. Us through that part of yes. your story. Um, and, you know, like I said, always seeing him and just trying to encourage him um, and find out the things that he's passionate about. The things that maybe he gets angry about, the things that he loves, just hearing and learning about his life, just trying to get the door open a little bit, let him know that he's seen Mm -hmm. um, and that he's valuable, you know. And so um, he didn't have transportation. And so then, of course, you know, I was like, perfect. I was like, (laughs) I was like, hello, I would love to give you a ride. And so then, you know, having the opportunity and that was the one, too, that I that I had shared with that um, he's very special, you know, and um, what he didn't know still is that I often ask him if he'd like to take classes and stuff because 
Mike and I had wanted to kind of help him do that, um, invest in him with that, if that's what he if that's what he wanted to do. But um, just seeing what was he passionate about, you know. So during those drives home, just kind of um, encouraging him that, you know, if you want to stay here and if you love working here, then that's great. But have you ever thought about something else or trying to expand his vision a little bit? And through then, you know, um, he shared just um, we had some good conversations, you know, even outside of the building a couple of times. And um, through that, I found that he loved to work on cars and vehicles Mm -hmm. and so um I just shared with him some stuff my husband had rebuilt an engine and stuff in the past and he had gotten these special books you know these wilt Mm -hmm. books or whatever how to do it and he said boy that'd be great I'd really like one of those and Mm -hmm. I said so then I sat there for a second I said well I'd love to get you that you know and he's like Oh, you know, and I said, yeah. I said, oh, that'd be great, Turtle. I said, why don't I get you that? And then you're going to know how to do the wiring on that and doing that stuff. And and so I just got on the book, you know. You don't really think it's going to be a thing, you know. Right. Not, Not an expensive right. book, but it's saying, hey, I believe in you that you can do this. I want to invest in what you're doing. I see you and I see the things that you're passionate about, and I want to invest and be a part of what you're doing. And... um you know, if he was here, it'd be interesting to hear his heart and to see, but he's definitely um, got a place in mine, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm encouraged to see, you know, who's to know what the Lord will do. Yeah, exactly. The thing I love about you talking about Turtle is it just feels so purposeful. It feels like you were given these little doors and that you just with great purpose walked through them, and so something as simple as I need a ride turned into I'm going to use this time with great intention and to see what happens and you have shared that that has that allowed you to get a glimpse into some deeper parts of his life that allowed you to to know how to love him even more and it opened up some more doors and whatnot but there's there was always just such there's just such purpose with your time where it's like Mm -hmm. okay I'm not a simple drive time is going to be turned into a chance to just ask questions and get to know. And, and I, I thought I've got him in the car yeah. now. This is great. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and I, I do love that. And I think when I think of everything we're talking about with Sunday to every day, when I think about if I were to just step back, I think it all boils down to that. Like just seeing, okay, you are in a, a specific time and a specific place for such great purpose. And to to know that and to feel that, not in a shameful way or in a way like, oh, I should be doing this, but in a mm-hmm. way that's like, oh my goodness, look at the opportunity exactly. that is, is just right in front of me. And they can be very small. They can start very small. And then to just sit back and see it kind of un- unravel and to think, okay, if I just, if I view every day that I come to work and I walk in these doors with, you know, open hands and I walk into into these doors with this viewpoint of, okay, you, Georgiana, you said this, you're like, okay, just, I empty myself and then I ask God, how do you want me to serve you today? Yes. So just start by being like, okay, I, I'm in the background. What can I do for your kingdom and to live on mission and I just think there's um it excites me to see that to see if we live life with so much purpose and we're just ready and Mm -hmm. willing to see what God will do I think that in the workplace it's so cool to see um what could 
we could view it as a paycheck, but instead, if we just tweak our mindset a little bit and to think this That's is so exactly much it. more than that, this is, it can be so much more than that. Mm-hmm. God brought me here. God has me here for whatever reason. And I'm, I want to commit to figure mm-hmm. out what that reason is. So well, I love it's, it. it's so interesting too, because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a waitress at a restaurant. Right. Right. Now in, in, in some eyes, it's, 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 it's not a glamorous thing, mm. but yeah. people come in and through there. People are there, and, and that's what it is. On the best of days, on the best of days, it's emptying yourself and saying, you know, just like in, in the, last, the last sermon, the pastor had this thing up there. It's not what your job is. I mean, it was just so tender because God had even showed me that before. But, you know, serving with love and value of seeing people. And one lady had driven from Scotia, and uh, it was her birthday. And so neither here nor there. I got her lunch and never thought anything of it. She was just there by herself. Hmm. And so then she was in yesterday, came up, gave me a great big hug, said she put a review all over the thing. For what? Buying a $7 lunch? It's Hmm. not about that. And it's not about a pat on Georgie's back. It's about this is a person. Can they feel loved and valued on the day that God made them? Hmm. You know? And if God took the time to make this person... Gosh, you should have ordered something bigger than a $7 lunch, you know? I mean, yeah. because get out there and live your life, Yeah. you know? So we hugged each other, and I was like, I didn't know she put anything on the on the site because I never checked the computers yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is so great. You know, she felt loved, and she was in there with her daughter that next time. So it was yeah. a great, see, the full circle. Yep. It was like, thank you, God, for the mercy of showing me that. Absolutely. You know? So... I think that's a great place to end. Yeah, that just kind of wraps it all up. So, oh, right. Georgiana, thanks for thanks for talking through it. Thanks for sharing Thank all you. that. Thanks for being obedient and willing to let us just kind of get a glimpse into your everyday world <laughs> at work. And, and glory to God. Absolutely. So. Yeah, glory of God and good of others. So yeah. thanks, Georgiana. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.